The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Craig, thank you. 507 on the Central Coast. It is Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. I'm Dave Congleton. And yes, we're giving away Ringo Star tickets all week long. You missed your chance today, but Andy's got some in the morning. We've got some here. I just keep listening. That's my suggestion to you. I'd also invite you to keep listening because the former mayor of Grover Beach, uh, Debbie Peterson, has written a new book about how to be an effective member of city council and how to hold city council members accountable. We'll cover that conversation during the 6 o'clock hour. It is a Dave Congleton show, always your hometown radio talk show. Now, last week, uh, Rich from Mexico was on the show, and we ended up talking about presidential documents and what happened to Trump and what happened now with Biden. So uh, Paul, who turns out to be Paul Lewis, called in, and he and Rich got into it. So in fairness, we invited Paul to come into the studio. And Paul's here now. Paul, good afternoon. Hello, Dave. Nice to see you. Thanks for coming in. Good to be here. For people who don't follow the issue, take a minute here. What is the allegation? What are the allegations involving President Biden and certain documents? Well, Rich made the point that uh, under the Espionage Act, that Biden and Trump were equally guilty of having uh, secret documents. And... I looked up the Espionage Act because it didn't sound right to me. Because there's there's common law, and and it applies to a lot of different uh, crimes. And this common law is called knowledge and intent. And in order for a crime to be committed, there has to be knowledge and intent. So you just can't go and I can't take fentanyl and put it in your pocket. And then call the cops and them come and arrest you. And that would be much different than if somebody went out and bought fentanyl, had it in their pocket. The police show up, said, hey, we want to search you. And then you say, no, you're not searching me. And then, you know, because you know you have fentanyl on you. So those two things are not equal. Yeah, but what is Biden alleged to have done? He's alleged to have had secret documents. And... From even he admits that he had he had documents that were classified as as uh, secret or uh, top secret from when he was vice president. From when he was vice president, and it seems that when the records, when things were were transferred to either his house or his office that he had at the University of Pennsylvania that some of the documents were intermingled with his regular files and they were moved. And if you run a business, you know that you have to keep a lot of files. Sure. I run a very small business and I have boxes of records, boxes of records that I keep that I never see. I never see some of these files. My bookkeeper puts them in and 
and files them, puts them in a box. They go to storage. I never see them. I imagine that Vice President of the United States has a much bigger uh, collection of, of files and documents than I could ever imagine. And so those were inadvertently taken and, and put, and they found them, you know, at years after the fact. And like I said, you know, it's, it's not hard to imagine that these things were put in a closet or stored, and then all of a sudden they were moving these things, they were moving the, his stuff out of his office in, in, at the University of Pennsylvania, and somebody found them. And they found them, and they called immediately. They called uh, <clears throat> the Department of Justice, and they said, look, we got a problem. We got some classified documents here. Department of Justice said, okay, hold on. You're not qualified to look at that stuff. Just hold on, and we're going to be there. And they sent FBI agents over there, and they got the documents back. And that is the difference between what Biden did and what Trump did. Well, that's my next question. Why aren't the two comparable? Okay, because under the Espionage Act, it says it is illegal for anyone who lawfully has possession of information related to national security to provide it or attempt to provide it to those not permitted to obtain it. Those individuals also cannot, and this is important here, willfully retain and fail to deliver documents or other materials on demand to an officer of the United States who is allowed to receive them. Now, we know that Biden, as soon as they found those documents, they turned them in. They called the Department of Justice. They had the FBI come over and, and analyze the, the documents, take them. And then uh, <clears throat> this is the other thing that I've heard about uh, Biden. You know, they're, they're talking about how he didn't report it right away to the press. Well, they did the right thing. They reported it to the people that mattered, the FBI and the Department of Justice right away as soon as they found him. And from what I heard, from what's been reported, the Department of Justice said, let's keep a cap on this until we can search other properties and look for other documents. But apparently it was leaked. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But they were trying to analyze and see what documents they had. They were trying to figure out what what was going on. And... uh, so that's why they kept a, a, a lid on it. Politically, it was, it was uh, bad for Biden. So does this not take away from all the attacks that have been on Trump since August? Does no. this not you know, throw those arguments out? Not at all. Because like we talked about at the very beginning, knowledge and intent. And as the Espionage Act says, willfully retain and failed to deliver documents on demand. And what Trump did, Trump did everything he could to keep those documents. And it was a much greater, it was, it was by the factor of hundreds of, you know, hundreds to one. You know, it, it, you know a lot of people say there was the 300 documents, 300 pages that he took in August. There was 700 pages of documents that he that he turned in 
before that in 15 boxes of, of files that, that the National Archives, you know, let's go all the way back. The National Archives knew that Trump had stuff that he shouldn't have had. And the National Archives, just a few weeks after he left office, the National Archives started asking him for those documents. Three of Trump's lawyers who worked for him in the White House, one of them was Pat Cipollone. Mm. Pat Cipollone was, defended him at the first impeachment. He wrote an email. He said, you need to give these documents back. Eric Hirschman, who also worked in the White House, he said, you got to give these, these back. Alex Cannon, another Trump lawyer, said, you got to do it. And Alex Cannon even wrote a, an email and warned Trump, look, and this was, this was uh, in September of 2021, he said, these guys are serious. The National Archives are not going to let you keep this stuff. You need to give it back. Do we know in either case what the documents involve for either Trump or Biden? No. No, it's been reported that with Trump, that some of them were related to what foreign governments like in particular. And this is the the thing that I heard that was somewhat provocative uh, and and upset President Macron of, of France. There was there was reporting that uh, President Macron's or, or the, the country of France, it was their defense plan in case of a nuclear attack. And so it, it was, it's pretty well known that Trump doesn't really like Macron. Mm. And, and so they think that, that uh, he kept that document. That's been reported. I'm just kind of curious, what, ex- what exactly would they expect the vice president of the United States to be allowed to have? I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but he's just the vice president. Well, that's the thing about he d- wasn't documents. in the loop. Well, that's the pr- <laughs> that's the deal about now. There's there's talk about overclassification. Now, of course, there's there's a lot of things that are out there for uh, classified classification is uh, known as SCIF material. SCIF material means that you have to go into a secure location to even look at the stuff. And you have to, no phones, no recording devices, nothing. And they know that this, there's, that these, uh, these skiffs that they have, uh, you know, they, they, it'd be hard to spy on anybody looking at the stuff. All right. Paul Lewis is here, uh, trying to explain the difference between what happened to Trump and what's going on now with Biden. Uh, we'll pick up that conversation. Your phone call still to come. I'm Dave Congleton. You're listening to AM 920 FM 96.5 News Talk KVEC. Paul Lewis is here for the hour, giving a chance to respond to Rich, who was arguing last night or last week, rather, in defense of Trump. But in fairness to, to Rich... He wasn't singling out either Trump or Biden. He thought they both made mistakes and that we needed to correct the system. Well, he falsely said that under the Espionage Act that both of them were guilty, and that's not true because, like I said, there has to be knowledge and intent to break the law. And under the Espionage Act, it also says, it specifically says, willfully retain and failed to deliver documents 
on demand. Mm-hmm. And from what we've heard on the reporting, uh, Biden self-reported he immediately returned the documents on demand. Trump did not. He held on to those documents and he did everything he could, even telling one of his lawyers to falsely claim that he returned all the documents when he didn't. Let's talk to Mike in San Luis. Hi, Mike. Hello. Hi. Um, Paul, your argument is flawed, um, and here's why. Okay. You you use an analogy that at your business you had all kinds of records and you didn't, you know, it'd be possible to mix them up. First of all, part of the espionage training is that those documents are not be able to are allowed to be held by your clerk. They're only for the eyes of people that are authorized to see them. So to say that you misplaced one is completely irresponsible um, on the part of both of the individuals we're talking about. And secondly, you're only, and based on that, the uh, Espionage Act also covers what I just said about who was allowed to see those documents. You're only looking at a very limited part of the Espionage Act. They are both guilty of mishandling government documents. Paul? Well, Mike, you you seem to know, because like I said, there has to be knowledge and intent. That okay. is common in the so, law. So, Mike, okay, please so let me talk. Let me stop you. You're let talking me stop over you. me. Oh, Hang on, Mike. We'll come back to you. I promise. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, so there has to be knowledge and intent. So what you're saying is, Mike, that Biden knew that his clerks had those documents. You're you're trying to say that that Biden let his clerks have those documents. We have no idea how those documents got in those boxes. All right, Mike. Nobody knows. Okay. All right. So. Only, only the people that are authorized to see that are allowed to have it, and they are responsible for returning it to a safe location. And if he did not do that, for that piece of it, he is just as guilty as Trump is. No, he's not, if because hearing, there has yes, to be knowledge is. and intent, yes, Mike. There has like to be I, knowledge and intent. And you have okay. no idea how those documents got in those boxes. You're, and you you're, have, you're not it, hearing what I'm saying. I'm saying that the individual that had that those top secret documents or classified whatever they are issued to them is responsible for their safekeeping and well-being as part of the espionage act and you are completely ignoring that i i'm not ignoring it mike because you don't know you can't tell me who okay obtain those documents you can't tell me that mike you're not listening to me go ahead mike go ahead okay those documents were issued to the vice president of the United States, not some subordinate of his or anything like that, because they do not have the security clearance to have them. The individual that they were issued to is responsible for their safekeeping. That's what my point is. He failed in that aspect. But did he fail to the degree that Trump did, Mike? That's Paul's argument. That's not what I'm saying. I'm I saying they're know, both guilty. I know, but I'm asking you, uh, overall, when you look at all the accusations against both, do you still believe that they're comparable? Absolutely not. Trump hmm. refused to give documents back when he was told not to. What I'm saying that the current president is guilty of is yeah. that when he was the vice president, right. he was responsible for those documents, and he did not handle them appropriately, or they wouldn't have been found all these years later. Right. That's what I'm saying. And right. that is also part of the Espionage Act. Right. Mike, I so appreciate the call. I'm just trying to get the, the, the perspective of overall 
checks and balances here. Uh, Paul, you wanted to get to the timeline for Trump. Yeah, the timeline is that Trump was was asked for these, and like I said already, Alex Cannon and Pat Cipollone, Eric Hirschman, all told him that he needed to turn in the documents, and he refused. And so even he had another uh, lawyer, I think the guy that was in charge of it was a guy by the name of Ira uh, Cochran, I believe it was his name. And this finally came to a head when the National Archives said, enough of this nonsense. We want those documents back. And Trump just refused. And so they finally got a, they had to get a federal grand jury involved. So the federal grand jury heard the case, said, yes, he's got to return the the documents. And so on May 11th of 2021, or 2022, no, it was this year, or last year. So anyway, uh, they issued the subpoena, and finally Trump's lawyers convinced him that he's got to go ahead and, and turn in the documents. So they came up with 15 boxes. 700 pages in those 15 boxes had classified material in it. And so they were going to turn in that, and Trump, and this was reported in two different publications, asked Alex Cannon to sign a declaration that he returned everything. And Alex Cannon, this is the way it was reported, thought Trump was not telling the truth. And this is Trump's old, own lawyer, and, and he refused to sign it. On the Stolberg-Tatum text line, the issue here is whether you cooperate with the proper authorities to return the misplaced classified files when found. As I understand it, the FBI was looking for the files that former President Trump had. No one was looking for the files that Biden had. That's true. And, Mike, if you're still listening... Trump, I mean, I'm sorry, Biden returned immediately as, as soon as they found the stuff, they returned it back to uh, the, the proper authorities, just as the Espionage Act says to do. And Trump refused. He even tried to have a lawyer, and his own lawyer thought he was lying. And Alex Cannon was asked by two of these publications that reported the story about this confrontation between him and Trump, to comment on this, and he refused to comment. All right, we are off to California Headline News and ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with time saver traffic and weather together. We've got more text messages coming in. We'll welcome your phone calls and continue our conversation with Mr. Lewis. I'm Dave Congleton. You're listening to Hometown Radio. Former Grover Beach Mayor Debbie Peterson talks about her brand new book during the six o'clock hour. Paul Lewis is here responding to our segment with Rich last week, talking about the documents for Trump and for Biden and why Paul does not believe the two are comparable. On the Stolberg Tatum text line, Trump is one story and he is being dealt with. If your guess he's nothing wrong with Biden's situation, he is a one trick pony 
Nothing to see here, folks. He's a Democrat. Knowledge and intent. That's what's important here. And also the fact that not only did Trump, you know, violate the Espionage Act, but Trump obstructed justice. And that's the other thing, because we were talking just before the break, we were talking about his lawyer, Alex Cannon. Alex Cannon thought that Trump was lying about returning all the documents. So there was another lawyer named Evan Cochran tried to get him to sign. He wouldn't do it. He refused. And so then Evan Cochran, who's a lawyer, he could have signed it himself. He refused to sign it. And instead they got Christina Bob, who's a junior lawyer who didn't work in the White House, wasn't that experienced. They went to her and they said, you sign this document. And so she's the one that she looked at it and she said it was too ironclad. She had them change the language on it because it was she was even uncomfortable signing it. But she ended up signing it. We're in conversation. Paul Lewis, you want to join us, please do. 805-543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Always glad to read your cogent text messages on the Stolberg-Tatum line as Paul explains what's going on with all the presidential documents. I understand what you're saying, Paul. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but we both know that there's perception versus reality. And the reality most likely is the two situations are not comparable, but you've already heard the Republican blowback and what they're doing and the perception they're trying to create. Yeah. There's Yeah. They're 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 lighting their hair on fire and running around on the stage saying this is this is the same, this is the same. But if you're in a jury and you are listening to the facts, and that's what's gonna happen, you know it looks like that there's going to be a jury, just like there was a federal grand jury who issued that subpoena on Trump in the first place. And like I said, it's not only these the documents issue. There's the obstruction of justice. There's Trump telling his lawyers to lie uh, that he he turned in all the the documents when he didn't. And the lawyers knew the lawyers knew he was lying, and still he insisted on on them doing that. And you know, let's. Let's talk about consequences of what what this what this is all about. You know, when they finally the FBI because you know, I I I got to go back to the timeline, you know, and I I was somewhat wrong on the on the timeline. Actually, the 15 boxes were turned in by Trump before the the federal grand jury issued the subpoena for the for the documents. And then in response to that subpoena, that's when Trump wanted his lawyers to sign that everything's been turned in. And they finally came up with an arrangement to where they were going to go to Mar-a-Lago and get the documents that he said was left. And when they went, all he gave them was an envelope containing 38 pages. Hmm. And that wasn't, they knew, the, the National Archives knew that that was a lie. Well, I was listening to you. I went to uh, the Fox News website. This is the second story down. Uh, White House Press Secretary and Biden administration have struggled to answer mounting questions about classified documents uproar. So, one, mounting questions. Two, documents uproar. I'm telling you, it's perception versus reality. That's it. 
That's it. They're lighting their hair on fire, running around on the stage, and saying, look at this. But in the meantime, the guy that's in charge, I think, of uh, the House Intelligence... Go make make the point. Oh, James Comer, he was on one of the news shows this this weekend, and they had videotape of James Comer from Kentucky saying, you know what, he doesn't care about the Trump keeping documents. He had no issues with it. He, you know, and this was when it actually happened. But now... With Biden, it's become a priority with them. Gary's in Pisbah on KVEC. Hey, Gary. Hey, hi, Dave. Hi. Um, I wanted to say that I'm 99% on the side of everything that Paul's been uh, describing, and he's been doing a great job of describing this. But I think the previous caller, Mike, had a really good point, too. And I think uh, a good way to look at this is if you put the two side by side, Biden and Trump, at the bottom of the list on Biden's side and Trump's side, they would both have possession of these top secret documents outside of where they're supposed to be. And it would stop there for Biden. On the list on the Trump side, you'd add the other six, seven, eight, nine, ten charges, things that he did, refusing to return them, and on and on and on and on. And that would give you a good picture of, of how you compare the two. They basically, on the one charge, uh, are equal. But when it comes to Trump, the other eight to ten charges on and on, they're, they're not even close to being equal. Not even close. And it's, it's the difference between driving a, a mile an hour over the speed limit and 40 miles an hour over the speed limit. They're, not, they're both breaking the speed limit, but are they equal? One's reckless driving, you know, one's endangering people's lives. The other one is driving, is breaking the speed limit by going one mile an hour over the speed limit. They're not the same. Mm. Gary, Gary, what else do you want to say? Well, and in addition to going 40 miles over the limit, you'd also be leading 25 cop cars on a 100-mile car chase. You'd be running stoplights. You'd be almost running people over, on and on and on. The charges on Trump's side are, are enormous. And I need think they need to be followed up, but yeah, the, the basic one mile and over, uh, you know, argument stands for both of them. Everything else is different. So, thanks, Paul. All right, Gary. Thank thanks you. for the call. Any other response to Gary? Uh, that was an excellent point. Like he said, trailing twenty five speeding cop cars on a high speed chase and needing spike strips to bring them to a stop. Welcoming your phone calls for Paul Lewis eight zero five five four three eight eight three zero. Eight hundred five four nine five eight three two. Are you buying Paul's argument that there's night and day difference between the documents and Trump and the documents and Biden, or do you believe that they're both the same? Uh, a listener on the Stolberg uh, Tatum text line wants to know how you're able to quote the lawyers so accurately. Let me guess: Washington Post and New York Times. I what I didn't quote anybody. All I did was paraphrase what was reported. Right. And and it was, like I said, reported in two different places. Alex Cannon had a chance to dispute it. He gave had two opportunities. He didn't dispute it. Henry's in San Luis on KVEC. Hi, Henry. Yeah, you know, I think Biden is just as corrupt as any any of them in there. You know, and, and he's, I mean, he, he's got dealings through his son, with the Chinese, I first learned about his laptop on a Chinese website where he uh, Chinese officials were talking in the background how they had all this control and dirt on them. So he's got, and you know, all those millions donated to the Penn Biden Center, that's going to come out, and it's just the tip of the iceberg. 
I mean, they are just as corrupt as anybody else. So okay. do you believe? And, and Trump do you, is too. Do you believe Thank they're? You. Do you believe they're both to the same degree, Henry? Oh hell yeah! Biden's been there a long time. He knows damn well what the documents uh, they took, what what their classification is. He didn't do that by accident, and I bet they're going to find more. He's just he's and the whole family is has been on the take. I mean, ever since he fired that prosecutor who's going to investigate Hunter. You know, I mean, that just doesn't, you know, he admitted it himself he was corrupt. All right. Henry, let me thank you. Let me thank you for calling in. You got a lot out there. It only took 43 minutes for Hunter Biden's name to be mentioned. Let me assure you uh, that, that Henry, that China hasn't donated one, one penny to the, the Penn Biden Center. What that Fox News story was based on was a story from a Pennsylvania newspaper who talked about foreign donations to the University of Pennsylvania. There was no direct donations to that center. And China was only part of, of the donations. China donated $77 million, and other countries combined $166 million to the university right. during that time period. We got John in Napomo. Hey, John. Hello, guys. Hi, hey, hey, Paul. Um, hey, um, what about this uh, idea that uh, uh, when these documents are from, I mean, what, what are the kind of dates involved? Um, uh, that uh, the, the accusation is that, that uh, they, they occurred when uh, Biden was vice president for his and, and when Trump was president for his. Yes. And that the, as a president, he has... Uh, a, a direct say over what's uh, um, classified and what isn't. Can you uh, address that, please? Yeah. Uh, right now, Trump is a private citizen. He has no power to declassify anything. So the minute he left the White House, he had no power to declassify any materials. So there was 700 pages of classified materials in 15 boxes then they had to then the FBI had to raid his his home and get another 300 so there was over a thousand pages of documents that he there's no record that he ever declassified them you know who's the president right now is president biden so if president biden wanted to go back and declassify those those documents that were found in his home he could have declassified those documents because he's the president according to rich he could do it any any way he wants and so he could he could do that, and then all this would go away, right, John? Well, I don't I don't think so because if he if he collected those documents while he was vice president, that's a that's a crime right there. So is he guilty of that crime? I don't know. No, he has he as vice president, and we have no idea how those documents got into the boxes. We don't know if he put them in there, or if it was the Secretary of State, or if it was somebody's clerk. We have no idea how those documents got in there, but what we do know is that as soon as they were found, they were turned over to the to the Justice Department. All right, John, thanks for checking in. We go up the other end of the county. Don's in Paso Robles. Hi, Don. Hey, thanks hey. for the show. Sure. Thanks for being on, Paul. Uh, you bring up some points. Um, I just caught this in the middle of the show, but basically I think you're giving Biden kind of a pass a little too early here. I think there's still a lot to discover 
There could be more documents. We just found some a few days ago, and it's just too early to tell. With Trump, there's a lot of stuff out there. I did not vote for Trump. I think he is in the wrong in this. But as far as Biden goes, it's just what he's saying and what he's opting not to say. And might I add, you know, just in that little news snippet I heard, uh, they said the FBI is not going to uh, go into Biden's home because he's cooperating. And I thought that was just hilarious. I mean, he could be flushing stuff now, as far as all we know. Um, I could never do that as a private citizen. Oh, I'm going to cooperate. So uh, they don't have to come in and search for any more whatever. So it's just a little too early to tell. All right, hang on. Um, There needs to be discovery and and witnesses and All all this stuff that needs to still come out all right don stay with us yeah and i'll tell you what the justice department did the right thing the the uh special investigator that's looking into it he's a republican and so the guy that's looking into biden is a republican he's donated to republican candidates he is a dyed-in-the-wool republican now when trump you know, when the, his Justice Department looked into his the, the Russian deal, they didn't do that. They didn't pick somebody from the opposite party. They picked another Republican to investigate a Republican president, and that had never been done before. All right, uh, Don, thank you for calling in. Phone lines are full. I'll try to get to as many calls as I can. Be patient, please. Don, number two is in Aurora Grande. Hey, Don. Hey, Dave. Hey. Uh, bottom line is, yeah, there's no difference. Trump... As president, at the time he had the documents, he could have legally taken them home. He could have declassified them. Biden, at the time he took the documents, was vice president and had no authority to take those home. Whether he took them home or somebody else, he had no right to have them in in his possession. That's the bottom line. Biden is more guilty. Nothing will be done about it. It'll all be washed away. Paul? Why didn't Trump just say he just declassified everything? Biden shouldn't yeah, it have does matter. at all. No, it, it does matter. End if, of story. If Trump had declassified those thousand pages it of documents. It doesn't matter. Biden didn't have authority to take them home at all. Period. End of story. We don't even know what the documents were, Don. It doesn't matter if they're if they're highly classified as vice president. He had no authority whatsoever. Could not get authority to take them home. So you're more offended by that than you are what Trump is accused of. Yes. Okay. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So obstruction of justice doesn't matter. No, they're both obst- both possibly obstructing justice. Okay. Trump has an argument, whether you believe that or not, or you take it to court or whatever. Biden has no argument. All right, and I've got no time. Uh, thank you, Don. Uh, let me catch Jim and Arroyo Grande. Hey, Jim. Hey, Dave. Hey, Jim. Uh, you know, the mic in the last call is right. Uh, and, and one thing people are not mentioning, when the documents were discovered in the garage, the lawyers that discovered those, the Justice Department and FBI uh, did not go in because you've got to have a top-secret clearance to look at top-secret documents. That was not done in the Biden garage. There's been three different instances right now where documents have been found on Biden. Now, Trump came out to say that he did classify a lot of things, and he also told the Justice Department that they were locked up in the container which he had on his property, and they said 
no problem because they were working with, they had the Justice Department uh, guy down there in, in Marco Lago, and he said, as long as you keep them locked up, we will come back and take care of them. And so, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, Trump said that they were there. The guy said, leave them alone. But we found them three different places so, with Biden Jim, and the people that have yeah. uh, that found the stuff in the garage. There should have been somebody with a top yeah. secret clearance. So, Jim, Jim, do you think that Biden is more guilty than Trump? Uh, yeah, I do. Even okay. based on your last caller, because uh, uh, he yeah. took stuff home knowing he, he was vice president, which never should have left for the archives or the White House or anything. Yes, uh, yes. Okay, no, Jim. No question. Thank you, Jim. Thank we're, you very much breaking, for calling in. We are breaking news here, Dave. What's that? All these people know that Biden was in, that he knew that he was taken, and it's knowledge and intent. And these people, all these callers, they know that Biden was responsible for packing those boxes and putting them in his Corvette and driving them home. That's right. All right. Let me squeeze in Mark in San Luis. Hey, Mark. Hey, gentlemen, I, it's, it's, it's interesting, both sides trying to defend uh, two people that have broken the law. I'm, okay, Dave, we come to a stop sign, I run it, and my intention is to run it. But you run it, and, and you say, my intention was not to run it. Have we both broken the law? Yes or no? Is that? I mean, it's a clear, it's pretty easy, probably yes. And now Did we're you hear my analogy about you, speeding? Is one mile an hour over the speed limit the same as... 40 miles an hour over the speed no, limit I, I and then failing to a stop sign we run the, it. then we failing run I, I know you're you're picking out something that is not really relevant because you're both just running the stop no. sign i am no. i'm uh, yes it let, is let, let mark say go no, ahead mark you you both sides trump sides trying to spin it you're trying to spin it saying biden was a little better and trump was a little better i think they were both wrong and they both broke the law now it, but we don't do that anymore at one time we were able to impeach nixon both sides went in and said no that's breaking the law but now we've become so divided that we're taking we're both becoming divisive the right and the left trying to say no my guy did a little better no let, my guy me, was okay can and i ask you, know you a question they both, they both can, can i ask you a question are you okay with trump having trying to get his his lawyer to lie for him are you okay with that? I, I'm not even. I'm not even going to go there. Okay, I'm just saying the documents have never been at either home. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's convenient. Period. All right, uh, Mark. Thank you. Oh Lord, Scott. I got less than a minute. You got to give me your main point, buddy. Well, okay. Uh, hey, hello, Paul. Hi. You know what, Paul? Um, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but it, do you? Th- I mean, the, the speculation that someone dumped those. Uh, those files in his garage on purpose i didn't say that no but he's wondering what you think oh right no no, i i i don't think so i think somebody packed those boxes and they got there's an article just today suggesting that democrats are doing this deliberately to get rid of biden oh that's ridiculous all right scott i wish i had more time i do not except to thank you for your call we'll come back and wrap things up with paul i'm dave congleton this is Hometown Radio. Mr. Paul Lewis gets exactly one minute for a final thought. Okay, let's go back to when the FBI raided Trump's you know, office when they knew that he had documents. They found some of the documents in his desk along with his passports. So some of the top secret documents were actually found in his desk with his passports. So he knew what he had. And when after the, the raid, he lied about it. He said... 
that they were going to pl- he he blamed the FBI. He said they planted evidence. They did this. They did that. He had a bunch of different arguments. And then there was a gentleman by the name of Ricky Schiffer who was in Ohio, and he was so fired up about what Trump was saying and and. Trump being a victim, he took a nail gun, AR-15, and he attacked the local FBI office. And Mr. Schiffer died because of Trump's lies. And so now you got the guy, got the guy in New Mexico. Yeah, now we have a guy in New Mexico that is taking uh, that playbook, and and he he's shooting at political rivals. He's hiring people to go and shoot at political rivals. This is ridiculous. All right, Paul. Thank you for the conversation. Off we go. News and traffic and weather. Then we'll uh, give you our conversation with Debbie Peterson. She's written a brand new book, How to Be an Effective City Council Member. That's up next on Hometown Radio. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.